Voice of St. Louis original podcast. This is the STL All Local podcast from the KMOX Newsroom. I'm Michael Calhoun with St. Louis news coverage you need to hear. Our top local story on this Wednesday, March 15th. No more Mr. Nice Guy from the city of St. Charles in its dispute with Ameren, Missouri over contamination of its drinking water wells. The city hires former Missouri Governor Jay Nixon with the Down Bennett Law Firm to get Ameren to pay for damages, alleging solvents from Ameren's utility property in St. Charles got into the well field and forced the closure of six of the city's seven wells. We've been retained to deal with state law damage claims uh, and to hold Ameren accountable. Uh, and to make sure that the rate, the taxpayers here of St. Charles are not the ones that end up footing the bill here. Ameren, Missouri issued a statement saying it's already sent an action plan to the city of St. Charles on how to solve the problem, and the best way to fix the drinking water problem is to, quote, work together. The Missouri legislature returns from spring break Monday. House floor leader Cindy O'Loughlin says they're not giving up on controversial issues. We're working on some policies that address the transgender issues that we've talked about now for more than a year, and I think we can find a path forward. The Senate, meanwhile, is prepared to tackle the state takeover of St. Louis police and passing a special prosecutor bill to help with violent crime. Weapons, drugs, stolen property, and 13 arrests, the result of a year-long investigation by St. Louis police detectives. Sergeant Charles Wall says 3rd District detectives confiscated a large quantity of stolen property, 22 firearms, two illegally modified, and a large quantity of ammunition. Eight stolen trucks and SUVs, five stolen trailers, 30 suspected stolen and stolen motorcycles, five stolen golf carts to include like ATVs, and a large quantity of tools and other property that is believed to be stolen. Wall says police have already located some of the owners. But we do have a large number of items to include mostly tools, hand tools, electric tools, generators. Maria Aquino, KMOX News. The circuit attorneys filed her response to the attorney general's quo warrento. Neither side has a so-called knockout punch. KMOX legal analyst Brad Young says Kim Gardner denies Bailey's allegations of willful neglect and points out the last time this method was used to remove a prosecutor was 80 years ago in the midst of mass corruption. Also pointing out that she was duly elected twice, but the attorney general has never been elected to, to a judge. That argument is irrelevant. Attorney General Andrew Bailey was recently appointed by the governor. A police standoff in U city ended peacefully. In University City, two children ages three and under four months were inside the home in the 1200 block of Souter, held by a hostage at gunpoint. Police accused 41-year-old Kelvin Adele of making his way inside, holding a gun, demanding money from a woman he knew. They fought over that gun. It went off. She got outside and called 911. During the half-hour standoff with police, the suspect allegedly told them he would kill a kid if they came inside. St. Louis County prosecuting attorney is pressing charges, including six felonies. Wesley Bell released a statement saying, I'm incredibly grateful no one was harmed in this alleged incident, especially the two children, thanks to the police de-escalating a dangerous standoff. That's KMOX's Stuart McMillan. The Orlando Freefall Ride at Icon Park in Florida is finally gone. The amusement ride where 14-year-old Tyree Sampson of St. Louis fell to his death a year ago was dismantled by construction crews today. His mother, Nakia Todd, watched the tower come down. I hate I had to come down under these circumstances. It's, it's a bittersweet moment. You know, the ride's coming down. I'm thankful for that. But my ride, my son's not coming back. Masks are now optional at several St. Louis area hospitals. Let's get the latest live in the studio from our health editor, Fred Bottomer. Fred? 
Yeah, Michael, it's been three years now that we've been wearing masks when we've been going into hospitals. But finally, three of the area's largest hospitals are now lifting their universal masking policy. Uh, Mercy Hospital and Mercy South, uh, effective today, says masking related to COVID-19 precautions will be optional in all Mercy facilities, including clinical spaces. If you're experiencing new symptoms like cough, fever, or congestion, masking is recommended, they say, to prevent the spread of a possible COVID or other infection. Patient screening questions for COVID symptoms will continue, and masks will still be available at hospital and clinic entrances. Similar announcements of mask lifting were made from SSM Health and St. Luke's Hospital today and yesterday. Thank you very much, Fred. This is the weekend of St. Patrick's Day, and having it on a Friday means law enforcement will be having extra patrols for impaired drivers. Illinois Department of Transportation spokesman Paul Wappel knows a lot of people will be hosting Irish-themed parties. You know, make sure your guests have their sober drivers designated in advance, you know, or help them arrange a ride sharing with the, you know, other sober drivers. He reminds hosts they can be held liable if someone who is drinking at your party gets into an accident. The KMOX business desk, Kay, where's the game? America's largest owner of local sports channels filed for bankruptcy, Diamond Sports Group, which operates under the Bally Sports brand, filed for Chapter 11. Regional sports networks have been under pressure as more people cancel their cable service. Courtney Donahoe, Bloomberg Radio. Every Cardinals game, by the way, is on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Spectrum is hiring the technology Technology company needs an additional 30 field technicians because it's growing its network. Two hiring events. Techs will be hired with a $20 an hour minimum starting wage. As we continue on KMOX. Time for a whole nother story with Kevin Colleen. And tonight, Kevin visits the home where Mayor Tashara Jones grew up. It's a, not, a, not a secret, but I grew up not too far from here. Um, on Summit Place in West Florissant. And that's where my dad and mom bought their first home in 1979. Mayor Jones spoke fondly of her childhood home during a news conference nearby. I loved that house. I thought it was the biggest house I'd ever seen. It sat up on a hill. It was it was white. It had this really wonderful, like, white um, concrete barrier around it, around the, and the, on the bottom and there were 18 steps from the curb to the front door (laughs) and there was a huge backyard where I used to play with my friends outside and I had wonderful memories of growing up in Walnut Park. I used to walk up and down West Florissant all the time to go to school at Herzog. One of my favorite memories is building a snowman in the front yard in the great snowstorm of 1983. Remember that, Daddy? Because I used his good clothes to put on the snowman. So we drop by the old house at the corner of West Florissant and Summit Place. What do you think about the fact that the mayor grew up in your house? This is the lady of the house. What do you think? What I think about, wow, that's amazing. I mean... I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Audrey McRoberts says she'd like to have Mayor Jones over for dinner sometime so she could see her old place. But would I serve? I don't know. I would want to, like, if she would to talk to me on the phone, I would ask her, I guess, her favorite meal, something she loves, likes, and maybe as a child, something she used to love and make that for her. Yeah. Well, that sounds like a fun gathering. dinner, you know, and sit and talk, get to know her. What's the one question you'd like to ask her? How was the neighborhood when she was young and she lived here? How was the neighborhood then versus how it is now? Is there anything that she could do to make it better? 
<laughs> There's a lot she can do to make it better. I mean, it's just a lot of violence now around here, so. Yeah. Well, congratulations on the, you live in somewhat of a historic home. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> 18 steps to get up, huh? She mentioned that. Yep. What do you think about these 18 steps? Oh, goodness. It's hard, especially when you're carrying groceries up the steps. McRobert says she is planning to move out of that house to be near relatives in Troy, Missouri, later this year, partly because, she says, it would be safer for her family. With a whole other story, I'm Kevin Colleen. And finally, the Archdiocese of St. Louis has some good news for Irish Catholics looking to partake of the traditional corned beef and cabbage on St. Patrick's Day. A special dispensation is granted to eat beef, even though the holiday is on a Friday during Lent when the faithful are discouraged from eating meat. The statement says the Feast of St. Patrick is meant to be a day of celebrating and rejoicing, so you may feast. Thank you for listening. I'm Michael Calhoun. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.